Big party in Auckland, you'll have heard this in the news in the last couple of days. Big party in Auckland, big breach of level rules, bunch of influencers. Organisers been arrested, the influencers have been dropped by their agencies, the apologies have flowed. So in the world of social media influencing and PR, is this a lesson in being careful about who and what you represent? The founder and CEO of WeRP, Deborah Peters, with us. Deborah, morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Uh, influencers still a major thing? Oh, yes. Look, it's a very important part of the marketing mix. But as far as this lot's concerned, I think we might have found the finalists in the Darwin Awards. I mean, not only filming themselves breaching lockdown, but then they go and broadcast it. I mean, what silly people. So when you hire somebody or look to, you know, form a relationship with them, do you go into who they are, whether they're thick, whether they're the sort of person who would dance on a table, uh, what kind Uh, of person they are, or you don't worry about that? Oh, no, we take that very, very seriously. I mean, you know, the influencer economy is a very fast-evolving category. And I guess a little bit like the gold rush of the Wild West, there's a lot of cowboys out there, and we saw a lot of them at that party. Um, And to be fair, Mike, you know, it's probably generous to call those people influencers a bit like actors, a bit like models. Um, they have a job to do, and also a bit like actors and models, there's a lot of A, B, C, and D listers. I mean, not everyone's a Meryl Streep. And some of those people that we saw in that video, well, I've never heard of them, and I doubt if any of our brands would be interested in connecting with them. But to answer your question, yes, we do our due diligence. We research who follows them. We research what they stand for. Um, the really good ones have management and talent agencies that do a lot of that work for them and come and pitch them to us. And then we align our brands with them. So they can be a very useful part of the marketing mix, especially in the early stages when you want to reach their followers. And are they cognizant of the responsibility they carry? Some of them are. The more professional ones are. You know, like any industry, you can divide them into professionals and amateurs. The professional ones are. Um, you know, I'll give you an example of one someone who stands for sustainability, anti-plastic, anti-nylon. That would be a very good person for New Zealand wool to hook into to promote their woolen carpets. So the ones that are, are, are aware of what they stand for and do their job consistently can be very valuable to marketers. But what if they're anti-plastic and so they're doing the wool and then the next thing they're half naked on a ping pong table? Well, then, you know, as I said, it's the Darwin Award type. I mean, yeah. there's always ones that make a mistake. You know, we've seen ones that uh, post the, doing the, their makeup and they've got a Nazi flag in the background, you know, <laughs> so you drop them very quickly. And, you know, brands don't want to be associated with bad behaviour. And it's not just influencers. You know, movie stars, sports stars, they'll be dropped at the sniff of a scandal. I mean, you know, saw what Nike did with Tiger Woods yeah. and... BMW more recently stepped away from Israel Adesanya because of his um, rape claim. Not rape claim, you know, he would not withdraw from yeah. his comment of, yeah. regarding rape. So they do do stupid things, and um, and if that happens, well, then your brand steps away with them. You've got to protect your brand, and they are brands as well, so they need to protect their reputation. Very good insight, Deborah. As always, appreciate it very much. Deborah Peed, founder and uh, CEO of um, We Are Peed.